Be sure to get down, good Lord, with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali. You can't get them out of your mind, no. They talk about the sports all the time. Two idiots talking sports. I'm your host, Alex. This is part two of our NBA preview, the Western Conference, joined by recurring guest, Big Drew. What up, Big Drew? Yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's up? How we doing? I think you're officially the biggest celebrity to be on the podcast with your second restaurant opening in D.C. Yeah, for sure. Big time celeb now. Oh, not, well, we still love you for your uh, hot NBA takes. You know? And my humility. Yeah, not definitely not your humility. Jesse was taking shots at you yesterday on the podcast. Ooh, I'll have to listen and maybe I'll throw some shots his way. Hey. I mean, does he even know how to hoop? Do we want to talk about intramural basketball 2005? When I worked him in the post and kept yeah. feeding me the rock, I scored eight points in a row. We still talk about Great that. Abuse. We still talk about that at Christmas. Yeah, I like that. Uh, all right, so we, Big Drew, yesterday did the Eastern Conference, and we ranked teams 15-1. to 1. We're going to do the West. You did this last year, so you're a vet. And we're going to just jump right in. Are you ready? Born ready. Let's go. Been waiting, been waiting a year for this. All right. The Western Conference, number 15, the Sacramento Kings. Drafted Marvin Bagley over Luka Doncic. Uh, and they traded Garrett Temple for Ben McLemore. This team is horrible. I think Bagley will be good on offense almost immediately, but will not be good on defense. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of young guys. They're not remotely close to competing. Iman Shumpert is like the second oldest guy on this team and is a veteran. That's good. Do they lose, lose Zebo? Zebo is still there. And that's my did you know fact. 37 year old Zach Randolph led this team in scoring last year. That's amazing. That's amazing. I couldn't believe we that. Watched also. Him, we watched him ball at College of Charleston. Uh, did we? Oh, yeah, when he was on the Knicks. I forgot yeah, about Knicks that. Preseason. Yeah. Zebo. I didn't meet Zebo, though. I met uh, Jamal Crawford, uh, Kurt Thomas, Marbury, a few of them. But I just remember Nate Robinson coming in and Jim again when I got next. That was amazing. Yeah, and then he left and yeah. well, whatever. I don't think people care about this. No. Uh, the Kings stink. They're young. Um, that's pretty much it. Should we move on? Yeah, there's not a lot to talk about the Kings. They're going to be bad this year. 27 wins last year. The over-under is 25.5. Uh, I am going to go under. Uh, I also like the under. Uh, I think that's a lock. The West is very, very good this year. Uh, they're going to have trouble winning games. Lock is under. Yeah, I like the lock, too. They're going to be awful. Let's move on. We'll try and speed through these bad teams because there's some, there's some doozies. 14, the Phoenix Suns drafted DeAndre Ayton, also over Luka Doncic. Michael Bridges. They drafted a French kid, Elia Kobo, who's now starting for him at point guard. And they signed Trevor Ariza and landed Ryan Anderson in a trade for Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight. Dundley and Alex Lennon are gone. And Devin Booker got in a max extension. Uh, I they the thing for the Suns is they fired their GM like a week ago after the yeah. summer they had the number one pick and like all this offseason move they let him give out a max contract granted Devin, Devin Booker is a max player 
The timing was weird, though. What did you make of the timing of the firing the GM? Uh, incredibly weird. That's clearly some internal riff, weird stuff going on. Uh, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. Weird stuff. But I think they're going to be a little better than we're giving them credit for. I think Booker is an absolute stud. I think they have a nice mix of veterans and young guys. I think Aiden's going to be like worthy of the number one pick. And I, uh, I sort of have him down in sleeper range this year. Really? Because my burning question for this was, are the Suns crazy for taking a traditional center with the number one overall pick in today's but game? He, I mean, traditional center, but he's also athletic AF. Um, and can get up and down, and he's not. It's not like he's like some lumbersome center. He's like an athletic freak, and he's coordinated. And I think he's going to blossom into an absolute stud. Booker drops buckets on your face, and then Ariza, one of the most underrated guys in the NBA. I think a big loss for the Rockets. Losing yeah, him. I agree I with that. He's going to give a great sort of stabilizing force in the locker room, um, and I think they're going to win some games. What about the fact they signed my boy Jamal Crawford today? Literally, that's like almost breaking news. That's like, fresh. Yeah, Mr. Timeless himself, Jenny Crawford. He'll be a spark plug off the bench. He'll drop some crazy, crazy buckets. Um, I'm not saying they're a playoff contender. I'm saying about February they will be sniffing playoff contention. Then they'll fall off a cliff because they're young and stuff. Um, but uh, bright future, and they're going to be better than people think they are. Well, I did not like him as much as you did, but I like the Uriza point. I like that they added Jamal Crawford today, even though he stinks now. Twenty. You know what? Actually, no. I'm going to stay with under. Somebody has to lose games in the West. I'm going under. I was thinking over. over. Okay. Memphis Grizzlies, 13. And this is who's going to lose games in the West. Tariq Evans, they added. Oh, no. Tariq Evans is gone. McElmore is gone. Jaron Jackson Jr. is in with the fourth pick. Kyle Anderson from the Spurs is kind of good. Caspi. Traded for Garrett Temple. Mike Conley missed 70 games last year. Uh, I don't know. They're healthy now. I don't know if they have enough to compete regularly in the way. I mean, I feel, didn't this team win 50 games like two years ago? It was like three years ago when Zebo was still tight and Gazal was tight and they had Tony Allen. Um, these two are on the decline, they are never both healthy. So they both will not be healthy all year. The supporting cast is terrible. That sounds like the Wizards a couple of years ago. Talking about Garrett Temple, that's terrifying. Um, this is the team that's going to lose a lot of games in the West. I think second worst team besides the Kings. I don't even know what the over-under is, but I will take the under. 34 and a half. I, am, I would bet, I'd bet everything on the under. So I would take the under if it was 26. I think they're going to be awful. That's crazy. Twenty. Stop it. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna take the over. Thirty. Crazy. I love this him. I just they don't stay healthy. Actually, no. I'm taking the under. I don't feel good. I, I can see Gasol getting traded. I have, goes down. Gasol gets traded. I have them as thirteen in the West. I can't take the over at thirty-five. All right. Next team. Oh, you know, we didn't even talk about Jaron Jackson. I really like Jaron Jackson Jr. I think he's going to be better than Bagley and Aton. Maybe not this year, but in like three years, I think Jackson is known as a better all-around player. All I can tell you is I don't like his jump shot form. I know he had a couple games in the summer league where he lit it up. 
But us pure shooters, we can see when a guy's not a pure shooter, his jump shot is a little broke, and I'm not sure I'm a believer. He is straps on defense, though. He is, like, already really good on defense. But I'll take offense over all day. I'm taking Bagley over Jackson. All Bagley drop control buckets. Uh, All right. Uh, Let's move on. Number 12, the L.A. Clippers. They drafted Shai... Gagelius Alexander, if that's how you pronounce it. We'll just call him SGA. Nailed it. Jerome Robinson, and they picked up Gortat for Austin Rivers. DeAndre Jordan is gone, who I talked about a lot last year. Uh, SGA is getting a lot of hype from summer. People really like him. Uh, the Jimmy Butler trade saga kind of hit a, uh, I can't think right now, but they fumbled it right there because they didn't want to trade SGA. They were refused to give him up. Uh, I don't know. Steve Ballmer said the Clippers are going to build their own arena in Inglewood come hell or high water. This team has a lot of players. I just don't think any of them really fit well together, and I don't really like the roster. They're going to have a lot of cap space in the next year and two, but and they're like going to try and they're going to try and win this year. They're not going to tank. They like want to win this year so they can. Uh, show free agents at their destination. I just don't know if I'm gonna if I see it. Uh, Here's my prediction. I think they come out of the gates hot. I think they start six and two, seven and three, and people are saying, "Oh my God, the Clippers, this sort of cast of misfits," and then they are going to finish way outside of the playoffs, right around thirty wins. Not good. Not tight. Um, this is exciting about the arena. Uh, but I do not see really any bright spots on this team. Not a fan. Can I just read off some players on their roster and see if this moves the needle at all? Patrick okay. Beverly. These are a lot of NBA Black. players. Beverly. Black. Black. Your Black. boy, Avery Bradley. Mm, kind of tight, but whatever. Danilo Gallinari from the Knicks. He'll be hurt and whack. Yes. Boy, whack. yes. SGA, nice rookie. Gortat. I mean, maybe in four years. Gortat sucks. Montrez Harrell, Tobias Harris, Boban, Luke Mobata Mute, Jerome Robinson, lottery pick. Mike Scott was good for the Wizards. (laughs) Milos. Lou Williams. They like have a team. I kind of like Lou Williams. Lou Williams is still tight. They have like a team outside of Tobias Harris. I think every player on this team is better coming off the bench. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I mean, some, there's like there's some guy on their staff who said that Harris is a better on All Star. Sorry, um, psych. They are not tight, and I think they're going to lose a lot of games. But you heard my prediction. Lock that in. I didn't hear your prediction. They they won 42 games last year. The over under is 35 and a half. Oof. Um, I'm taking the under. Yeah, you're so like yeah, big Drew. Under. I don't like this under. team either. I'm going to go under I think they're well. right around 30. Yeah, I'm taking the under as well. I don't think they're going to even start hot. They just have a team of role players. I do like Tobias Harris. I don't like the rest of their team. I don't like their injury concerns. Do you think my bold prediction for them is that they're going to land Kawhi or Jimmy Butler this summer? Is that crazy or do you like that? Do you think they'll I, land a free? Both, both. I, why would either of those guys go there? That team stinks. They want to win. They could go to L.A. and they don't have to play with LeBron. Yeah, but then you're just on a shitty team. Like, these guys are still competitive. If you watch Jimmy Butler at all, he cares about winning and competing. He's not going to go to a shitty team. He said he wants to get traded to the Knicks, Brooklyn, or Miami. How yeah, does- I don't really understand that. Yeah, I don't get it. 
All right, maybe not a great bold prediction. I, we both like the under. This team I like. Okay, I don't know how good they'll be, but I think they'll be fun. Number 11, the Dallas Mavericks traded a future first to get my boy Luka Doncic, who I love. They also drafted Jalen Brunson, signed DeAndre Jordan, another guy I like. Uh, Noel, Curry, Yogi Ferrell are all gone. Andrew, I'm all in on Doncic. I think he is going to be not only Rookie of the Year, I think this guy is going to take the lead. I think this year it's Donovan Mitchell. He's going to be freaking awesome. I'm still not a huge Dennis Smith fan. I think he's a highlight guy, but he's not actually like a winning player. I'm also just salty, though, because the Knicks passed on him, and then he was like, put up good, good numbers. What do you think about the Mavericks? Um, they're always well-coached. Yep. I also like Luka. Um, but then you're like, wait, is Harrison Barnes still starting? Yep. Is Dirk over 40? Off the bench. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, they're not actually that tight. I am the opposite of you. I do not like DeAndre's game. I do not think he's tight. Um, is Wesley Matthews still there? Yeah, he starts at two. Oh, God. No, they're just sort of like uh, guys who were tight like six years ago. Um, I think the future is bright with Dennis and Luca, but I think um, they're in a sort of a transitional period. <laughs> Um, but I do think they're going to try and reap games. So it's like sort of the over-under discussion. I could see them going over. I don't know what the over-under is yet. 34. Um, but th- I don't think they're in any place to like really compete. But I do think it's a good mix of like veterans to sort of lead this young group, Luca, Dennis, uh, to set them up for success in a couple of years. But I don't, I don't see it this year. Yeah, I mean, I have them ranked 11th in the West. I don't think they're going to be competing for the playoffs, but... The over-under is 34-and-a-half. I love the over. Yeah, I would take the over as well. I, I don't think, I, you know, I, don't, I think there'll be a couple games below 500. I think they're like 37, 38 wins. I think Luka yeah. sets the NBA on fire. I mean, their starting lineup is Dennis Smith, Luka, Wesley Matthews, Harrison Bards. DeAndre, I think, will make a difference. They got Dirk off the bench. Oh, their bench sucks. J.J., Devin Harris, two guys I've never heard of in my life. Dwight Powell, they got bench issues. But I still like this team to win over 35 games. Yeah. All right. You know, keep an eye on them because Harrison Barnes has a player option, so he could opt out. DeAndre's a free agent. It's a one-year deal. Wesley Matthews has a huge contract. That's expiring. They're going to have cap space, and they're going to have Doncic, who's going to be, like, the most exciting young player in the league, and they're going to have Dennis Smith, and it's Dallas. You know, Cuban and Texas, there's no uh, income tax. No income tax. Keep, keep I, an, I don't disagree. Keep an eye on Dallas, the, the net. He could, that could be a Jimmy Butler team. Because Jimmy, yeah. like, Jimmy Butler and Dallas makes sense. Ooh, I like that fit. That's my bold I prediction. Like Even though I just said to go to the Clippers you're, in the previous. You're making up shit on the fly. I like it. I do yeah, like but it. it makes sense. It's just clicking. Yeah. All right, number 10. As much as I love Dallas, I hate this team you're probably going to laugh at me for putting them at 10 uh the minnesota timberwolves the the jimmy butler train wreck carries on he's on the team the owner promised they're going to try and trade him butler said he will report and play he almost got in a fight with half the team like less than a week ago which i love that's very me on the banana clip yeah psycho head case move i actually didn't hate it i kind of love it for him but if i'm a timberwolves fan this scares the crap out of me that he's bullying Carl Anthony Towns in the post, that this guy is like super competitive and can't stand 
Jimmy Butler, or uh, not Jimmy Butler, Wiggins. Yeah. And then he takes the third unit and then destroys the starters, like with Cat and Wiggins and all their top guys. Like, that is bad news if you're a Timberwolves fan. Like, for whether how you feel about Jimmy Butler. Like, for Cat and Wiggins, that's bad. Uh, they also maxed out Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I think this locker room is toxic. I hate what's going on in Minnesota. My bold prediction is Thibodeau is fired by the All-Star break because it's going to go really badly. The over-under is 44-and-a-half. I love the under. I think this team is the biggest train wreck of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think Jimmy will probably be shipped out, and then they're the same team they were two years ago. That was not very good. I think it's time that we start talking about that Wiggins is a giant buff and just doesn't have the it factor. Um, and Cat, I just don't – I think he's an all-star, but I don't think he's a superstar. Like, he's good. He's good stats. He's got all the intangibles, but he does not have that fire and that burn and that drive. Um, like, he doesn't have that Anthony Davis, just hop on my back, guys, I got this. Um, so I agree. I would go under, especially if Jimmy's going to get shipped out. They're going to lose that fire that they needed last year. Without Jimmy, I think there's major regression. Uh, yeah. yeah, I uh, this is a lock for me, by the way. I'm taking under 44 and a half, and it's a lock. I don't, I think they're at best around 500, but not over. Yeah, uh, all right. Coming in at number nine, this team, I also think take, this takes a huge regression is the Portland Trail Blazers. They re signed Nurkic for four years, 48 million. So I got shooters and Seth Curry and Stauskas who can't play any defense. Neither can Lillard or McCollum. So their backcourt defense is horrendous. Uh, I think they've got two really good players. I don't really like the rest of their roster. I don't love their winnings. I know they like Zach Collins a lot. I just This team won 49 games last year. They were the three seed in the West. I think every other team in the West more or less got better, and they didn't, and I think they're going to fall. So you have them going from three seed to out of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind the West was super cutthroat last year, and that's like yeah. a four-game drop. No, I know between three and eight was very little. I, 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 I do not think they are like a threat to win the title, but I do think they're like a team that's built for the regular season that they have a couple guys that can go off. So it's not like super reliant on just McCollum or just Lillard to go off. Like if one of them has a hot hand, that's enough to carry them to a win. So I actually think they're a decent regular season team, um, and I think they will sneak into the playoffs again is my prediction. Okay. So there, last year, the Nuggets, who I was looking ahead, I have at eight, which we'll hold off, hold off on that for a second, but the Nuggets missed the playoffs going 46 and 36. They're over-under. They won 49 last year. Their over-under is 41 and a half. I don't disagree with you that they're built for the regular season. Uh, I will take the over, but I do yeah, think they, over. I think they miss the playoffs. So I don't like hate them. I just don't think they're as good as they were. I think they're the la- they're the ninth seed. They're the last team to miss the playoffs. I, do- I think they're in, and I'm going to tell you who I don't think is making when we get to them. But I think they're in. Okay. Um, I kind of wish they'd let Nurkic walk and went after Boogie. But I like Nurkic. Nurkic is, I, I know he's super, super up and down, but if he gets on a hot streak, he can be, um, he can be pretty dominant. No, I don't think he's a bad player. I just think if he's your third best player, you're just not going anywhere. And that's exactly yeah. what they are. 
All right, number eight, the New Orleans Pelicans. I have them making the playoffs, barely. Rondo and Boogie are gone, and they're going to miss both of them a ton. Uh, they did sign Alfred Payton, who's a bum, and Julius Randle, who really quietly had a really great year. Great to stretch. Yeah, I, I love that. Love yeah. I think he's an absolute stud. They also, um, Miritich was pretty good for them after they traded for him. Like, he was really good after they got him midseason. Well, Miritich balls, man. Yeah. He, he drops buckets. He, he, he plays with no fear. Um, I'm a fan of him. I mean, I was ready to count these guys out. Like, I was like, they were my ninth team, and then I flipped it. I'm like, they still have AD. I love Randall. I love Miritich. And Holiday, when he's healthy, was awesome. I was about to say, it all comes down to how Holiday plays. If you get end of regular season playoff Holiday, this team is a lock for the playoffs. Um, But if you get Holiday from, like, two years ago, the beginning of regular season last year, then that's a different story. But I think he is 100% the sort of most critical piece to their success this year. Um, so hopefully he carries over that hot streak from the end of last year because um, I would love to see Anthony Davis in the playoffs again just wreaking havoc. I like him, Holiday that is, and AD for that matter. <laughs> I like Drew Holiday a lot. He just seems like a good person too. So I am rooting yeah. for him. I'm rooting for the Pelicans. I think they make the playoffs. Uh, my bold prediction Drew, is that AD, this is not that bold. Everyone is saying the writing is on the wall that this will be Anthony Davis. This summer is the summer he asks for a trade. What is it? Bill Simmons calling it pre-free agency? That he's yeah. the next He's the next guy. Like he's after the Butler thing, after Kawhi. He's the next star where he's got like a year left. After this year, I'll have one year left on his deal. So my question for you is, Big Drew, when AD requests a trade and the Pelicans called the Celtics and when Jalen Brown, the Kings pick... And a cap filler, what do you say? Let's go. Jalen, it's been real. I love you. Um, but we have Hayward, we have Tatum. Jalen becomes a little redundant and expendable. Um, and if you put Anthony Davis in that lineup with Tatum, Hayward, Tyree, Sweet Baby Jesus, and Al Horford, I mean, that's ridiculous. I was on the trade machine today and like trying to figure out how they make it work because I was like going to have a full trade package for you. But the the Celtics have so many big salaries with, between Horford and Kyrie and Hayward that I didn't know how they get without a third team. I didn't know how they could make it work without including Horford, which changes the trade drastically. But still, I think yeah, that Jalen and Horford. I bet. That's I that's a little crazy. I think. No, Horford's like our quarterback. He I'm just, not like, he listening. Runs the defense. He's so smart. He's so solid. I think the Celtics have been waiting with all their chips just for AD. They're like, he's the oh, guy we're sure. going to push all in. Uh, over under. Last year they won 48. The over under this year is 45 and a half. Boogie's gone. Boogie only played half the season last year. Yeah. I'm taking the over. Uh, for everything, yeah, I, mean, I take the over there. I have them in the playoffs, so I feel like I have to take the over because if I take yep. the under, they're not making the playoffs. I'm with you. All right, uh, you're also taking the over. Mm-hmm. Love that. All right, number seven. I really like this team. I think you don't like this team, the Denver Nuggets. I liked them a lot last year. They let me down a little. Uh, they re- they gave Nikola Jokic a max deal. They re-signed Will Barton. Brought in Isaiah Thomas. They drafted Michael Porter Jr., who fell in the draft, might not even play this year. 
Wilson Chandler, Kenneth Freed, Devin Harris are gone. None of them played a ton. Chandler played a little, but Freed was buried. Millsap, the reason I like this team, they won 46 games last year. Millsap only played 38 games last year, crippled by injuries. And I am all aboard the Jamal Murray breakout train. He's only 21. He averaged 17 a game last year. My bold prediction, Drew, is Jamal Murray takes the leap, wins most improved player. This team wins close to 50 games, and they're in the playoffs. I agree. This is not the team I don't like. I also think Isaiah is going to be major spark plug for them. He's got a ton to prove. If he can even 80% of what he was two years ago, that's a giant, giant, giant win. Um, I think they're deep. I think they're young. I think they're athletic. Um, And I agree with you. I think they're going to be in the playoffs. I thought they were going to be in the playoffs last year, and they weren't. You know, I like uh, Gary Harris, too. He's good. He's young. They're young. And then I think the addition of having Millsap back for hopefully a full season. Oh, Millsap's a B. I mean, Millsap, yeah. I know he played with Horford, but he's a similar type of guy. that He, like, can anchor a defense. He can bring sort of stability and fluidity to an offense. Um, he's just a veteran. He's a pro. He knows how to win games. I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. They also got Trey Lyles. Plumley, Juan Herman Gomez. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I know. But, we're yeah. digging, we're digging. All right, we both like the over. Now I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm trying to figure out who you don't like. All right, sixth seed, the Utah Jazz. Uh, they didn't do much. They had such a good year last year, they just re-upped with everyone. They re-signed Dante Exum, which I actually liked. I still kind of believe in him. They re-signed Derek Favors to a two-year deal. They drafted... Grayson Allen and they waived Drepko. They were one of the hottest teams in the second half of the season last year. Donovan Mitchell was flat out sensational. 24 20 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. The reason I like this team still is because Gobert, they were great last year, 48 wins. Gobert missed 26 games. Exum missed almost the entire season, came back and played alright in the playoffs. And my bold prediction is Grayson Allen averages double figures off the bench, makes second-team all-rookie. He looked really good this summer. He's a four-year college guy. I think he's going to be ready to contribute right away. I like Grayson Allen. I like this team. So this kills me to say this because I actually really, really like the team, and I love a lot of the players. Um, But I think the Jazz slide out of the playoffs this year. I think last year had hints of nobody believes in us after Hayward left. I think Mitchell's going to have a little bit of a sophomore slump. I think people have scouted him a little better. People now know what to expect. Um, I think if he's not creating it totally balling, they have a little bit of trouble creating. There's not a bunch of guys that can create off the bounce like him. Um, it kills me to say it because I really do like the team. Um, I like Joe Ingles. I like Jay, Craw- uh, Jay Crowder. Um, but I do think they're going to slip out of the playoffs. Um, and this is the reason um, that I had, uh, who did I have sneaking in? You had the oh, this, is why I, this is why I had Portland sneaking in, because I think the Jazz, unfortunately, um, have a, a little bit of a, a regression. I don't know. I mean, they brought everyone back. You know who I also really like is their coach, Quinn Snyder. I've always I think looked- their coach is great. I, I if they hadn't, I just, I don't know who's on their team that's going to create if Donovan Mitchell doesn't create. And I just, I, I sniff a sophomore Rub- stomach. I can smell Rub- it. Rubio? Rubio doesn't move the needle? That's not Rubio. Give me a fucking break. Ooh, excuse my language. Um, right. Rubio, no, I'm a non-believer in Rubio. 
I'm a non-believer in favors. Um, I, I mean, I like Joe Ingles, but like if, if he he's like, needs a creator around him, right? Like he's not going to crowd off the bounce a ton. He can, every once in a while, he can hit you with a little pump fake, go to the rack. But for the most part, he needs a creator on the floor. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority here and I'm crazy, but I just, I, everybody's been sort of tooting the Donovan Mitchell horn. I think people are going to be ready to scout him better this year. People know what to expect. Um, people know how to defend him a little better. Uh, and now people know sort of what's coming. So I just see a little bit of regression. And I think, I think they're still going to be good. I think it's still above 500. I don't think they're going to like stink. I just think they're going to be, the unfortunate team out in the West, how there's always nine teams that are right there. I think they're unfortunately going to be the Knights. Uh, I disagree with you. Now, what I'm having a hard time with is over-under. Uh, their over-under is 48 and a half. Yeah, I, I, I put them right around 43, 44 when they finish. Oof. I don't think, I don't, 48 seems high. I have them at six. Although I just took the Nuggets over at 47. Do I like the Nuggets more than the Jazz? I might like the Nuggets more than the Jazz. I 100% like the Nuggets more than the Jazz. Yeah, I might move the Jazz up to... The Nuggets have so many guys who can create. Like, the Jazz have a guy who can create. The Nuggets have multiple. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm moving the Jazz down one, the Nuggets up. I will take the under barely. I think they win 46, 47 games. I don't think they win 49, 50, though. I don't... Even with Gobert coming back and Exum... You know, if anything happened to Mitchell, I don't know. I, I don't know if they have enough to sustain another big injury. So I'll take the under barely. Number five, San Antonio Spurs. Wild offseason. Kawhi got traded. So did Danny Green for DeMar DeRozan and Jacob Podol. Jakob Podol. Kyle Anderson, Tony Parker are gone. See ya. They got Marco Bellinelli bringing in a rare athlete. Uh, Lonnie Walker. I mean, that's not fair. They always have athletes. But Lonnie Walker, to me, didn't strike me as their kind of system player. Real bad news out of camp. DeJounte Murray tore his ACL a week before the season. They are hurting at point guard. Uh, Only really have Patty Mills there right now. I like this team a lot, though, because they still got pop. They won 47 games last year, and Kawhi only played nine games. And then they're going to add DeMar DeRozan. I am in. I think this team wins 50 games. I almost put them at the four seed. I don't know what they're going to do at point guard, but I think they'll make it work. Bellinelli should be great for him off the bench. He's born to play there. I played there already. was great. DeRozan, I think, is going to thrive. Poitol is great. I'm in. Oh, and uh, LaMarcus Aldridge quietly was awesome last year. So I'm in. Yeah, yeah I have trouble with them. I... I sort of sniff like the season from hell coming, especially with all these sort of preseason injuries and all the turnover. Um, but sort of how like everybody always hates on the Patriots every year and every year they make it work. I just think like you have to trust the sort of institutional greatness and stability and pops there. Um, and I agree that adding um, DeMar to a team that almost won 50 games last year with basically Aldridge and like Gasol and Scraps um, makes them a little scary and I, I think they're going to be good. I think they'll win right around 50 games. Yeah, I was ready to like not like them as much. And then I was like, damn, they won 47 games last year without Kawhi and now they got DeRozan. I just, I don't care about the point yeah, guard. Yeah, DeRozan thinks in the playoffs where he brings it every day in the regular season and he's like, he's like, 
prime example of like a great regular season player who brings the heat every night. Um, it's going to help you win games sort of on those random Tuesdays in January where teams can sort of piss away victories. Listen to this, Big Drew. Their over-under is 43 and a half. What am I Whoa. missing? Like, why, why is that so low? Why would they get – Kawhi didn't play last year. He played nine games. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just basically like sort of that institutional stability from the last 15 years is finally gone. Parker's gone. Ginobili's gone. Like, you know, as great as Pop is, it's also like to have these veterans that have been there for 15 years sort of holding it all together. Um, so I get it. But, like, you know, Gasol's a professional. DeMar DeRozan's a professional. Aldridge is the real deal. It's a lock um, for me. Drew, it's a lock. I already typed it in. Over, right, lock it in. Let's go. Move it on. You're going over? Over. Yeah, I love I, oof, I love that. Um, I'm around City. City wins. Yeah, me too. All right, number four, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. They shocked everyone and re-signed Paul George to a max deal. Uh, traded Carmelo Anthony for Dennis Schroeder, black hole wing for a black hole point guard. Signed Nerlens Noel to nothing. Noel signed like two years, three million after turning down four years, seventy million two years earlier. They also traded for probably guy. Do you know Timothy Lulao Cabarat or whatever the guy from Philly? Uh-huh. I think he's French or Swiss. He's good. He's like a rangy wing. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I follow a bunch of Seventy Sixers guys on Twitter, and they love him. They like always wanted him to play more. Uh, I don't think they're title contenders because of Russell Westbrook and all that, but they have two top 12 to 15 players. I think they're going to crush in the regular season. Steven Adams is underrated. I think Schroeder and Noel is going to make that second unit super fun and entertaining, but I hate Schroeder and Westbrook together, especially in crunch time because they both need the ball to be effective. I think my prediction is they win lots of games get home court, and then get upset in the first round of the playoffs against any of the teams we just mentioned. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I just went on a little I, I don't know. I think it's sort of they're going to run back exactly what they did last year. They're not a title contender. They're going to have stretches where they stink because if Westbrook's not clicking, they're terrible. Uh, I think Paul George is kind of a punk. He clearly doesn't want to go with it. You know, he's happy being a second fiddle. Um... I don't know. I, I, I'm not really excited about them. I don't think any of the moves they made are going to move the needle much of any sort of direction. They are a, Wessel, a Russell Westbrook or Paul George in Jersey away from being horrible. Um, I could actually see them finishing closer to the eighth seed what? Um, and losing in the first round than dominating in the regular season like you played. So you don't like Schroeder at all? Like Schroeder? Will- um, I'm not a huge fan of Schroeder. I mean, I, I think Westbrook is hard to play with, and I think, unfortunately, he's not going to just be able to run with the second unit. Um, and if you just look at the guys who played with Westbrook, it, it's just hard. It's hard to play next to him. He doesn't make people better. Um, so I don't think he's going to actually add that much to the mix. Like, down in crunch time, he's going to be, like, standing in the corner. No, I hate that. Um, I hate the crunch time lineup, but I think, like, in a regular season game, you give Westbrook some rest, and you put Schroeder out there, he averaged almost 20 points a game last year. Like, I feel like yeah, they have a horrific Hawks team. Like, somebody's got to score. True. I, that's a great point. But Schroeder could play. Like, I think he shoots too much. I don't love his game, but he's going to get buckets. I, I think 
this team is built for the regular season. I think they have. Really? They're always. I have them at. I have them at the sixth or seventh seed. I'll bet I'm taking the under of what the win total is. Fifty and a half. Ugh. Yeah, I have them like right around forty-eight. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna barely take the under. I'm gonna take the over. I also don't love them way over fifty. I think they get to like fifty-two wins. They had forty-eight last year. Uh, I think they're better than they were last year. We're not. We didn't even bring up the fact that they got rid of Carmelo Anthony. That doesn't help them. That helps. I'm sorry, but get it, Carmelo, black hole wing. I'm yes. I'm taking the over barely, but I like the over. You and I actually, my brother and I, yesterday we did we agreed on almost everything. You and I have been all over the map. Uh, number three, love this team. I'm curious of your thoughts. The Los Angeles Lakers obviously got LeBron James. It's the biggest story of the last. Three years in the NBA, seemingly, outside of KD. They got Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale, Michael Beasley. They drafted Mo Wagner. Randall is gone. Brooke Lopez is gone. IT's gone. I mean, it's LeBron. I just think LeBron, to quote, I think Bill Simmons said that. They, I haven't listened to their podcast yet on the over-unders, but I listened to their MVP one. And his point is LeBron has never played with like a bunch of young high prospect players that are like improving around him. He came back to Cleveland with Kyrie, but Kyrie's like the only other player like this. And he's got Lonzo, he's got Ingram, he's got Kuzma, he's got Josh Hart. I love Rondo. Like I think Rondo's underrated. Uh, Stevenson will be good for ESPN highlights. I like this team. I think they're going to win a lot of games. I still completely believe in LeBron until he proves me not to. Yeah, I agree. I think LeBron's still the greatest in the world. And they have this super interesting mix of, like, young guys who, like, on nights that they're feeling it, like, can help win and, like, light it up. And then nights that they're not, you have a bunch of psychotic veterans who sort of all have irrational confidence and will be able to help. Um, and they have, like, a nice mix of irrational confidence guys. So you'll have nights where Beasley absolutely shows up and balls out, same with Octavius Caldwell Pope, or whatever you Yeah, we, yeah. Ingram. So you have all these guys who on certain nights can sort of take the scoring load off LeBron. They have a bunch of long, athletic, really good defenders. Uh, I, I I almost want to put them at number two ahead of the Rockets. I think LeBron has something yeah. to prove. I think he's going to be going balls to the wall. Yeah. He looks like he's in amazing shape. Um, and I think they uh, are going to give the Warriors a lot of trouble in the playoffs. I think they'll give the Warriors trouble. I don't think the war- they'll beat the Warriors. I almost put them at two. I almost put them at two, and then I remembered that the Rockets had 65 wins last year. I was like, ah, I don't know. And we'll, we'll save the Rockets for a second. I kind of want to see Lonzo, Rondo, and LeBron, and even like Lance Stevenson all on the court together at the same time. Because I, like one of the interviews I heard from Magic was that they were looking for really good passers. And, like, I'm still in on Lonzo. And LeBron's a fantastic passer. And Rondo's one of the best passers ever. And Stevenson is an underrated passer, even though he's a psycho. Like, that lineup. The problem with that is three of those guys can't shoot. Yeah. Um, No, good point. All right, let's get Stevenson out and add, like, someone else. But I think the ball movement could be wild on this team. They're going to be fun. For sure. This team's going to be fun. I was watching a clip of LeBron and Rondo on a fast-break practice. Just. The way Rondo gave it right back to LeBron, which ended in a dunk, it was like, oof, Jesus. 
Yeah, it's gonna, um, it's gonna be fun. I, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a fun team to watch. It's a lot of people. You're gonna, they're gonna be on TV all the time, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, uh, they're bro, good. I'm a fan. What's the over under? Uh, two things before we get to over under. One, keep an eye on Josh Hart. I think Josh Hart's actually good. I was out on him until like three months he's, ago. He's finest, baby. Uh, and my burning question: Are you excited to see LeBron play the five? Because that's what like the rumor is he's going to play a lot of five, like late in games. They're going to go small ball with him at the biggest position. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's a, a fucking freak. He can defend the rim. He can guard anybody. And then, I mean, I don't think he's going to be like posting up every play. But when he goes in the post, he's unguardable. It's like almost Shaq like. So, yeah. um, if he's willing to do that for some possessions and let people sort of surround him, I think that's absolutely Oof. terrifying. It's going to be awesome. Over, they won 35 last year. It doesn't matter. They didn't have LeBron. Over under is 48 and a half. I haven't met the three seed. I love the over. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be mid 50s. Yeah, um, I, I do too. And I think they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. I like them to the Western yeah. Conference Finals unless they have to go through Golden State. I like I them. Agree. I haven't had this three seed because I think the Rockets will win a lot of games, but honestly, my bold prediction is they beat the Warriors in the playoffs. What? You have them to the finals? I have them to the finals. I think it's going to be a Lakers-Celtics that... finals, and it's going to be set the world on fire. That is a bold prediction. It's not. Cr- it's, uh, I can't. I can't get down with it. I'm sorry. I want to like it. Dude, LeBron beat the Warriors two years ago with a good team at Brady. Well, we need. If they're going to do it, then, like, Ingram needs to take the leap and be really good. I and think Kuz- Ingram's going to be – listen, I know the Warriors wanted – the Warriors almost lost to the Rockets last year. Was it two or three years ago they almost lost to the Thunder? Like, they're more vulnerable than people give them credit for. It's like they've eked it out a couple years in a row. I don't know. I'm starting to see some cracks. And uh, I think this is a good team to uh, – to go at the Warriors, I think they're long, athletic, yes. I think Steph, all sorts of like this. That series is going to be a nightmare for Steph. Steph is going to get locked down. Going to come down to Kent Durant, basically outscore and outplay LeBron. And I think, unfortunately for Durant, LeBron's better. Oof. I think the Rondo or Lonzo. I'll be curious to see who they play in crunch time. But Rondo or Lonzo, Hart, Kuzma, Ingram, LeBron. That's going to be fun. They're like closing yeah. five is going to be fun because I think Hart's going like, to be on the court. And then there's guys like like Beasley. He's the kind of guy who can win a playoff game, right? Like he'll stick for five games. Then he'll have that game drops almost 30 in camp. Dude, yeah, so I, I watched a lot. They have a good mix of guys like that. Like, like and playoff I'm, series is what you need. And I'm in on, even though I think he's psycho and I'm glad he's not on the Knicks, the fact that Lance Stevenson is with the Lakers and they're going to be good is going to be incredible. Like, already yeah. he's had some highlights this preseason that are outrageous. And I'm just, I'm, I'm so Yeah, bad. and like, in the playoffs, if like, Steph is going crazy and Lance is just like, I got that, strapping him up and being crazy, I think that's the Like, I don't I think we're really going to trouble, man. Is this a lock? We love the 48. Yeah, we like him in the mid-50s. we got to lock this in, right? Yeah, I think this is a lock over, and I'm going, my bold prediction is Lakers in the finals. All right, Drew, I already wrote it down. Lakers to the finals. That's crazy. You also are just hoping for that so the Celtics win the NBA championship. Uh, all right. Number two seed, the Houston Rockets. I honestly almost put the Lakers here and then looked and saw they won 65 games last year, which is insane. I didn't like their offseason at all. I definitely think they're yeah. regressing pretty hard. I don't know if they're going to regress 10 games plus. They got Carmelo Anthony, who I think is done. 
I just don't think his game, unless he changed last year, he was going to change and he didn't. I don't think he's going to change in Houston. Michael Carter Williams stinks. James Ennis, who cares? They trade Ryan Anderson for Marquise Chris, who was a lottery pick two years ago, but hasn't really shown a lot. Brandon Knight could actually be good for them, but he's hurt right now. Ariza, who you brought up earlier, Ariza was like their glue guy, and he's gone. I can't believe he took a one-year, fifteen million deal. I thought he—I don't know what they could have paid him, but I'm kind of shocked that Ariza left. And Luke Mabamute is gone too. He was really good for them as like a wing defender. They re-signed Clint Capella. All that said, you know, last year they were up three-two in the Western Conference Finals. And they're a Chris Paul injury away from going to the finals and probably winning the finals. Yeah, I think I uh, I obviously don't have them at the two. I have them a little lower. I think there's going to be some regression here. I think last year was so heartbreaking. I think it's going to be really, really hard to bounce back from. But I think there's going to be a little bit of a hangover. Uh, yeah. I think Chris Paul's in year, whatever he's in, is 13. And just for, like, small point guards, like, at some point he's going to fall off a cliff. I think that time is coming. Um, I, yeah, I just I sort of agree with Mello. I think Mello's pretty much washed. So now you have Harden, and you have Capella, and you have question mark. I don't know. I just see them sort of sliding down. Um, I could, like, even see them sliding down to, like, the five seed. It's, like sort of having a regular season from hell and Chris Paul having injury issues, fellow sucking. Um, I could see them easily uh, not being that tight. I mean, we're only two or three years away removed from them not making the playoffs. Remember that year, like, year from hell that it missed the playoffs? Yeah. Um, so it's not like like James Harden is the most stable superstar of all time. I, mean, um, I think I'm, you're I'm sleeping... I think you're sleeping. The injury thing is real, but I think you're sleeping a little bit on Chris Paul. I mean, he had 19 points a game, eight assists, five rebounds. He was awesome last year. Even if he takes no, a step he back, he was. I, don't know, I, I just also hate Chris Paul. It's a little irrational, um, but I just like hate the way he falters around the court, bitches the breath constantly. Um, I'm not a fan. I'm predicting fall off, uh, fall off for him, and regression for the Rockets. Um, over under, no they won sixty five last year. The over under is fifty four and a half. Ooh, Jesus! That is, I literally was going to say fifty four games. So you so like that them. is right on the money. Oof. I like them. I, right? Yeah, oof, you go, you go. That's so hard. I'm good, God. You know what? I'm going to go. If it's fifty four and a half, I'm going to say barely over. Oh, you! After all that, after all that, you're going to take the over. You're ridiculous. I'm taking the Man, over. I, don't, I said regression. That's 10 wins left. That's well, I have them right around 55. That's, that's a lot of wins. That's my point. I think the, their offseason is going to hurt them more in the playoffs than it will in the regular season. Like, I don't think you need to be as good at defense in the regular season where when it's the playoffs and they need stops and they don't have Ariza or Mubate or whatever, that's where they're going to get hurt. But in the, they're going to be worse, but they won 65 games last year. They're still going to be awesome. Yeah. So 55, and they'll be at the three or four. You're ridiculous. I can't believe you just you just ranted for like five minutes about how they're not going to be as good, and then you took the over. And coming in at the number one seed, shocking nobody, Golden State Warriors. They've won, what, is it three or four? Three or four of the last titles. Yes, sir. They added Boogie Cousins, which is insane. They also signed Jonas Drepko, who I think is actually good. So I think he'll be a good bench piece for them. 
Jacob Evans from Cincinnati. Drexler didn't even play in the playoffs for the Jazz last year. He was playing last year. He was in the rotation. In the playoffs, it was at the end of the bench. Yeah, well, he was good in the regular season. I still like Drexler. Yeah, you're remembering the Celtics from a couple years ago. I, He's not going to help them. I, well, we'll see. Uh, Boogie is going to sit for at least probably half the season and then come yeah, back. Off Achilles. I, I think that's not going to be a game changer even when he does come back. I disagree with you. KD signed an extension, but he could opt out this year. I like this situation for Boogie because he gets to you know rest and then come back and show that he gets still ball. I think he'll be good. I don't think he needs to be 25 and 12 good. He could come out and give you like 10 minutes a half of just like dominating and then go off. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about the Warriors. I just feel like they're going to coast through the regular season and then it'll be the playoffs and we'll see. I think the Rockets are worse. I think your Lakers point is really interesting. I think the Lakers Warrior series will be awesome whenever that happens. I still think, and I agree, your point about them being close, you know, like, oh, they've almost lost a few times in a row now. Like, I, I think it's there. I still think I'm just taking KD and Curry. But it's also been, like, proven that you can semi-shut down Steph in the playoffs when you're, like, uber, uber physical. Yes. You just stay got- on him. I mean, it's possible. KD's going to get his. I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of over Draymond. I think he's sort of overrated at on the defensive end now, and he gives you very little on the offensive end. What about Clay? Um, I love Clay. I do love Clay, but you know, he doesn't touch the ball a ton. He's, I mean, he's like the best third option on offense in the league, obviously. Um, but I think if you can sort of neutralize Steph. And I'm basically just talking about the playoffs now. And then you have the length on the Lakers sort of, you know, stay in Clay's face. I just, I, I think it lines up where they're going to have trouble. It's also, you know, as you said, they won three of four. Last year you could almost see boredom setting in. I don't know why that's not going to be a little bit more this year. Um, I don't know. I just, at, at some point, the sort of the fairy tale ends and, I think LeBron's fairy tale in LA is just starting, and I think this is the year the Warriors go down. Are you worried about Curry? Missed 31 games last year. Used to have chronic ankle injuries. I think this is like something that's going to start creeping up in Curry's career. Is like yeah, it's like he's he's very sort of shifty and quick, but he's not like the greatest athlete of all time. So I do think sort of any sort of any small percentage of quickness or speed he loses is going to be pretty big. Um, and I think people like, people are sort of on to him. Like, I think he sort of caught the league by surprise a couple of years ago when he was just bombing from fucking 80 feet away. But people are sort of like on to his shtick. And then like he, you watch him sometimes when he's like getting guarded by a really good defender and he like forces stuff. And he's dribbling with his head down. He takes these crazy shots. I'm a little down on him. I mean, obviously he's great one of the best players in the NBA, but like, I just think, I I don't know. I think he can be neutralized where most of the top superstars can't. Like Durant, you cannot stop Durant. Durant's dropping buckets. LeBron, you cannot stop LeBron. LeBron's dropping buckets. But you can stop Steph, and I think the Lakers are set up to do that in the playoffs. And once you sort of lock down Steph, then it becomes more of a one-dimensional team, and it's like basically... Durant versus LeBron, I already said this, and I think LeBron wins. 
I think the Warriors are going to win a ton of regular season games. I think they'll be the one seed. Um, and then uh, I see them losing the Western Conference Championship. So it's not like a bad year, but... I need, uh, I need to see I need to see the Lakers supporting cast more. And by that I mean they're like I need to see is Ingram really taking a leap, which I think he's gonna be great. I'm not out on Ingram, but I need to see Ingram. I need to see what Lonzo looks like. I mean last I checked, he's still air ball. Here's the thing for them, man, like I think there's so many bodies that like some of those guys are gonna step up. And if they're not, they'll make moves. There will be players that can be had at the trade deadline that can come well, out. That's and of all the bodies, if you just go through it. You need three or four of them to show up in the playoffs, and I think you're going to get that. I don't know if it's going to be Lonzo and Ingram or if it's going to be Beasley and Rondo, but some of those guys are going to sort of rise to the occasion to be what LeBron oh, well, is. I'm not worried about Rondo at all. And I'm not I'm not worried about their team. I mean, we just both said they're going to win like 55 games. But before I just say they're going to beat the Warriors, I need to see what this team looks like more on the court. I need to see what their young players look like. If they've really progressed, are they just you know still getting pushed around and stuff like that? We'll see. I I think LeBron will make them all better. I'm not ready to take them over the Warriors. That's something we'll have to revisit. Um, to wrap things up here, what about this? I, we didn't even talk about this. KD, Clay, and Boogie. I mean, Boogie's kind of an afterthought in that group, but KD and Clay are free agents at the end of this year. And Clay, you know, everyone's talking about KD. I'm not buying KD to the Knicks, even though I'd be ecstatic. Uh, Clay, Clay even had a quote this summer saying, "It's like, why would I leave? This is a situation that everyone wants, and I believe that." But especially if KD stays, like, I, you know, is he? he, could, he they're not going to be able to give him a max deal. They can't pay everyone. So is he going to take yeah, like a and big? If they lose, and if my prediction comes true, and they lose before the finals, at that point, like it's easier to walk away from a team that doesn't win the final. You leave a team that wins the final, and you're like, what the hell? And you know what his um, team? He'd be perfect on. Is the freaking Lakers? He'd be perfect on the Lakers. He's like the perfect running mate for LeBron. The perfect one. He's like, you just run around. I'm gonna find you. We have all these great passers. All you got to do is catch and shoot. Your dad played for the Lakers. Yeah, you're an LA guy. Like going to the team that knocks him out of the blues. That's the only thing. Like I just don't think plays that kind of dude. I could see him leaving, but I don't think they lose to the Lakers in the playoffs, and then he goes and joins them. He's not a little bitch like Ray Allen or KD. Um, and then AD will be I mean I don't know we'll see alright they're over under let's wrap it up over under they won 58 games last year their over under is an aggressive 62 and a half I'm going to take the under I yeah Jesus that's really nice I'm going to go the under as well I mean I like this team but we just talked about injuries with Curry Boogie's going to be out a while we don't know what he's going to be yeah and like Durant and Steph have basically both been on the Simmons podcast saying I like yeah, there's times where you have to sort of reel it in in the regular season. Like, they're not going balls out. They're not trying to break any records anymore. They're just, like, yeah. sort of basically, like, keeping the car revved up for the playoffs. So, I don't think they're going to, like, go balls out and try and win all these games. So, what happens then is you don't win 60-plus. Yeah. I'm going to take – so, are you the under or no? Yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'm taking the under. I like him right around 60 or high 50s. Yeah. I don't see why they would win five more games than they did last year. I guess Curry gets healthy, but I think guys, you know, last year Curry missed 31, KD missed 14, Clay missed nine, Draymond missed 12. I mean, they all missed time and they still won 58 games. I'm still. Yeah, playing. but like some of that was like real injury. Some of that is them being insanely cautious because, you know, they're again playing for the playoffs. 
and I, that's not going to change. So I think the sort of, I mean, maybe Stefan is 30 plus, but I could see all those guys, especially sort of in the team's games. Uh, before we let you go, I want to talk two things. One, Celtics. We did the East yesterday, and I don't want to break down the whole Celtics team, but looking at the finals, assuming the Celtics make it, I mean, do you think the Celtics can run with the Warriors? I do, 100%. They, this is a team that is built for the modern NBA, especially when you're starting Jalen Brown, Tatum, and Hayward, and they can all guard any position, and they can all shoot, and they can all create off the dribble. Then you have Horford, who is sort of the defensive mastermind and also just this rock on offense. Um, Kyrie is an absolute magician and can create an obviously underrated passer at this point. And then they have a stacked bench, too. They have all these guys who would start on, like, 25 teams in the league. You have Marcus Smart, Rozier, these guys who are just going to bring fire off the bench. Um, I think their starting five, if they can stay healthy, is terrifying and could take down the Warriors or the Lakers. Um, and I don't want to jinx anything, but uh, are expectations are, are very high. So you're saying Celtics all the way? All the way. I don't know if it's... Whew. I mean, I'm a little... Are you worried about... Ka- Cavs to the seven without... Two of their best players. Are you worried about Kyrie? Yeah, well, no. Last year's playoff, I was talking to my brother, and I just forgot Kyrie was out, never came back. I remember he got, he got shut down. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot completely. Never even came back to the playoffs, and they still won yeah, seven. Yeah, I, I think people forget how good Hayward was two years ago. Like, <laughs> We just haven't even seen Hayward. And then Kyrie, are you worried about Kyrie's knee? Nah. <laughs> God, such a homer. We'll see. I think this is going to be the most interesting season we've had in like five years. I think yeah, the yeah. East is open. The West with the Lakers, who knows? Golden State. The Rockets won 65 last year. Thunder are going to be good. The Spurs are going to be good. I don't know. I mean, not as title contenders, but still. I think it's going to be a fun-ass season. I'm like more excited than I've been in a long time. Uh, is anyone going to sign with the Knicks this summer? We could probably yeah. talk. No. God, no. All right, love that. Um, why? I just why would anybody do that? Because they're going to be feisty. I still, yeah, I kind of agree. I think they're going to be two years away. I just hope they don't give all their money to Kemba or some B B level player like that. They will. Uh, do you do you want to plug? Call your mother. Uh, not really. Opened a new bagel shop this weekend. It was crazy. Come see us, bagels. Jewish, so tight. Where can we find you? 3301 George Avenue, baby. Yeah, I love it's it. the Instagram. I run it myself, so you can slide to the DMs. What's up, what's up? <laughs> and then you also, Timber's still rocking. Everything's good? Everything's good in D.C.? Timber's still rocking. I mean, we have a dickhead in the White House, so we're trying to get everything rocking, yeah. When I uh, come and visit for Christmas, I need the full platter of everything. I just, when I you come in, I'm not even ordering. I'm just... Called the, the big ass bagel board. You get a little of everything. I'm sitting down with my son and I'm just saying, give me everything that's on the menu and then give me the manager discount. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, all right, big, big Drew, thanks for coming on. We will uh, have to check you. We'll, we'll get you back on in a couple you know, a couple weeks, month or so, see how the season progresses, and then we'll check back in. Uh, Sounds amazing. Thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure. What's up, Gone family? Yeah. Zach, how are you? How's your little baby? I know, Rosen. We're trying to up to our favorite listeners, you know? Yeah, we're trying to get Rosen back on. We'll see. He's got two kids now. It's going to be tough. Um, yeah, it's a whole new life for that guy. Yeah. All right. Shout out to uh, Zach and Vance and Jordan, his two little ones. 
Uh, all right, this is Alex and Big Drew signing off. Two idiots talking hey, sports. Hey, dog, I love you. I want you to yeah, know that. I love I you too, Big Dog. Too. I know you. I love you too, Big Dog. Uh, two idiots talking sports. Check us out on Twitter. We had the Eastern Conference preview yesterday. Saw fire. Check it out. Uh, we're out. Peace. Be sure to get down, good Lord, with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali. Ooh-wee. You can't get them out of your mind, no. They talk about the sports all the time.